Last time on the Committed Youth Podcast. This episode is all about singles. Stephanie, do you think that this story about secondhand flower arrangements being sold is fake news or for real news? I've seen it done. I'm going to call out Jay right now. He's taken funeral flowers and taken them home to Lisa Booker. <laughs> I'm going to say this could be real stuff. If not, I might start a business. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie is correct. Way to go, Steph. I grew up in the church and I hit like 23, 24. And there was this guy at my church who was showing interest in me. And I started to, to, instead of listening to what I know, like the Lord was showing me, like, this isn't for you. I started listening to the voices of man. But we ended up um, breaking up and... I remember telling the Lord, like, I'm, I will never, ever, ever date again unless, like, you specifically tell me this is who you're going to marry. And so, uh, over 10 years, I literally, I didn't date anybody, and it wasn't easy. So, when you are in a state of singleness, and you, you allow yourself to see the benefits of it, and what the Lord can do with you, then the married life is not going to be like this longing desire. It's just going to be a desire that you have that you know the Lord's going to fulfill in His timing. And so we need to make sure that we are listening to the voice of God and not to the voice of man. Because uh, we can easily fall into, oh my goodness, I'm getting older and what am I doing with my life? How come I'm not dating? And it's where are you at spiritually? All right, how's your relationship with Jesus Christ? If you alone aren't even right with the Lord, now you shouldn't even be thinking about being in relationships because you can't even handle a relationship with Jesus Christ, someone who loves you unconditionally. I have, I have a lot of comments on this topic. <laughs> Hi everyone, we are back for another episode of the Committed Youth Podcast, the official podcast of the high school student ministry of Calvary La Habra in La Habra, California. I am Kevin Melgar and I am sure you have all been on the edge of your seats counting down the days until we picked up this discussion today. Well, wait no longer. We are back here on the podcast talking about singleness with our special guest, Stephanie Greer, as well as some of our usual podcast crew, including Matt Herrera, Brandon Garcia, and Kayla Cook. Last time we paused our discussion, we were talking about not losing sight of the benefits of singleness. And, you know, if you guys missed that discussion, go ahead and listen to that because we're going to be picking back up right here. But yeah, the benefits of singleness. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, let's go to Kayla because she has said like nothing um, for the past 20 (laughs) minutes because we've been gushing. That is unlike her. (laughs) I'm exceptionally tired today, but yeah, I, I, I too, like Stephanie, have too many words, so I have to try and limit myself here. Um. What's the question? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Kayla, what would you say? Because uh, we're talking about not getting distracted from what the benefits of singleness can be, right? And mm-hmm. losing and taking advantage of what those benefits can be. So, what would you say, uh, first of all, in general, and then we can kind of move into, according to the Bible, like we've talked about, what are the benefits of being single? Like, what's the great stuff that can happen when you are focused on uh, serving God and following Him in, in singleness? There's so many things I can go into. It's innumerable, but um, 
for me personally, or like in general, I think that like when you are focused on the Lord and you're not distracted by the people around you, then you have the unique opportunity to hear his voice and to be led by him and directed by him. And amazing things happen when people are solely focused on the Lord. I, um, when I was younger, I used to read a lot of like missionary biographies and I look at like Amy Carmichael who left England and sailed for like four months to India and started an orphanage and all by herself. Like she was a single woman in her twenties and the Lord just put it on her heart and she just completely revolutionized that entire country. And not that she wouldn't have been able to do that if she was married, but like it was such a unique calling that she might've missed it if she had other things in front of her. And like, I look at the prophet Jeremiah and like God told him specifically, you're not to get married. You're to be my prophet. And that might be hard to hear for some people, you know, that God wouldn't want someone to get married, but that's, that was his calling in life. And he, um, he's known as the weeping prophet. I don't know if that's correlative, but uh, (laughs) 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 yeah, he, he spoke and the people didn't listen for years and years and years and years. And that would be a thankless job. And sometimes being single feels like a thankless job as well, especially I think it was briefly mentioned in the church. It's kind of not frowned upon, but it's more encouraged to get married. And, and I understand that the people that the vast majority of the people who are saying it are married. So they have a biased perspective, but um, I like, I, I look back to God's word and God's word, like first Timothy six, six says godliness with contentment is great gain. And it all throughout scripture, like Brandon mentioned first Corinthians seven, that's one of my favorite verses and passages to go through is like, Hey, if you're single, don't try to be married. If you're married, don't try to be single, you know? And, and so, um, yeah, like, I mean, when I'm, I'm thinking about the benefits personally, I'm, I can be a selfish individual as well. Cause I don't have anyone checking that, I guess, you know, no one's like, okay, calm down. Don't climb that mountain. But, um, <laughs> you know? yeah, you get to climb all the mountains you want, Kayla. I climb all the mountains back. and like, it's great. And I could go <laughs> swimming while it's raining in the ocean. And it's just like, living the best life over here, but no one's going to tell me you're going to get hypothermia except my parents. And I don't have to listen to them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I should listen to them too. But, um, yeah. And then also like, even as Steph and Brandon were both mentioning, um, the benefit of being a part of youth ministry and, and like even the other day when, um, Kevin, you texted and you were like, Hey, who can hop on for a podcast right now? I wasn't thinking, okay, wait, like, let me get my husband and my kids fed. Let me make sure the kids took a bath, you know, like, and I, I didn't have like, I was <laughs> like, yeah, maybe that was what Steph was saying. She had to plan it out a bit more to be here tonight. But, um, for me, I was like, yeah, I got nothing. Let's do it. And, um, it's kind of the same way in ministry. Like I've had really incredible opportunities. Um, I remember when I was a teenager, I was an older teenager. I was probably like 18, 19, Um, and my dad was like, Hey, do you want to go to Japan in three days? And I was like, absolutely. Let's go. So I could just drop everything and go on a missions trip. Or, um, like when we went on our Israel trip, I didn't have to think about how am I going to afford this for two people? Whereas my sister who was married was like, Oh man, I don't know if we could afford this. But, um, so like finances are just simpler, um, not easier, simpler. Let me, let me make that clear. Um, (laughs) But ministry is easier and simpler. And like, as far as, you know, when, when opportunity arises, you can jump at it and you don't have to consider anyone else in that regards, just the Lord. And so 
I think that this is such a unique opportunity and gift that people waste, like Stephanie was saying, like they're so looking forward to something that's going to happen in the future that they miss what the Lord has from them in the present. And the only way that you even notice that is when you look back to the past and you're like, oh my goodness, I like turned down all these opportunities because this cute boy wasn't going with us or whatever. I don't know. Like you just get distracted by the things of the world. And, um, I think about, um, Jesus in Matthew 19 as well, when he's talking, um, and the, the Pharisees are questioning him and they're like, Hey, what do you think about divorce? And he's like, ah, you're a ridiculous generation. And so he kind of goes and talks about singleness and he says something that's incredibly controversial. And I don't know if we even have time to like argue about this, nor, nor should we, but, um, (laughs) Jesus says like, Hey, there's, there's, um, he he used the word eunuchs, which we would translate into celibacy, like people who are not um, married people who are not having, um, sexual relationships. Um, he's like, there are people that are born that way. There are those who are made that way by other people. And there are those who choose to be celibate, like for the kingdom of God. And I would, I would put myself in the last category. Like I don't have any desire to get married and I'm totally stoked on what the Lord is doing right now in our church and in our youth group and with the people that the community he's surrounded me with. And so I'm just blessed to be a part of the body of Christ at all, but to um, have that unique opportunity to only be focused on him, I think is, is definitely a benefit that singleness provides. I could go on and on and on. So I think it's probably someone else's turn. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, I mean, that's a, that's pretty good as far as, you know, there is a lot of freedom in being single. There is a lot of being able to, like you said, just pick up and go on a trip like that, or, um, you know, on a missions trip or, like those of us that serve in youth ministry, when we actually did youth trips to places, um, <laughs> which still haven't quite gotten back up and running after 2020. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of a lot of freedom and just being able to say like, oh, well, you know, whatever vacation time I've gotten at work, uh, mm-hmm. for those of us working, right, I can just throw it into youth trips and I'm going to use all my vacation time <laughs> just going, going on camps with a bunch of crazy high schoolers or junior hires or whatever it may be we actually did have those opportunities last year with, um, disaster relief trips. And it was kind of the same thing. Jay, Jay was like, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, well, I've work." And he was like, well, no, you're going to Alabama. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll pack right now. You know? So like those opportunities arose, even, even in the midst of the disaster that was 2020, you know, we had those awesome disaster relief trips. And so I got to go on a few of those and I know, um, Jay did as well. And I know Stephanie was able to go on um, some trips with her husband too. So it's like, anyways, all that to say is that like, again, drop of a hat. Are you ready to go? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. There's a, there's a good freedom that comes with being single. And I think that we shouldn't miss out on the opportunities that it gives us. Of course, there are also some dangers to being single in terms of like we, like we mentioned, right. It's easy to get really selfish because you have all this time and effort and energy that you can invest into yourself. But I think the important thing is keeping your eyes focused on the Lord. And I think in any season, like we said, right, the important things are contentment, like we've been talking about, like Kayla mentioned, right? Godliness with contentment is great gain. Uh, This whole idea of whatever season you find yourself in, you need to learn how to seek the Lord in that season and find your contentment in Him. Uh, And also, again, just keeping your eyes focused on the Lord, because you can be single and totally living a life that is not pleasing to the Lord or totally living apart from the Lord. And that's terrible. 
and you can be married and doing the same thing. And that's terrible. And either way, you're not going to find true joy or fulfillment apart from the Lord in any season. So really the most important thing is, are you seeking the Lord? And and really as a single, there's so much growth and so much amazing things that can happen when you are open to what the Lord has for you. And you aren't just constantly distracted or constantly looking um, for a relationship uh, when it's not necessarily the time that God has for that for you. So let's say, what advice would uh, be given to people who are listening in, high school students or young adults who are single right now? What kind of practical things would we be telling them to go after? And I think Matt also, uh, sorry, we've just totally been gushing over here. Um, (laughs) But Matt, what do you have to add as far as just practical advice for uh, single high school students, young adults, uh, you as you are ending the transition completely into going into marriage, uh, looking back, what are some what's some advice that you can give to to the to the young youngins who are who are still uh, not in a relationship yet? <laughs> Don't do it. Um, <laughs> end the podcast right there. <laughs> um, you know, I would I would tell them that the Lord's timing is better than theirs or their fantasy that they have in their head. Um, and I think to the guys, I would say specifically that they need to understand their role in the relationship before they just jump into dating because the Bible lays it out really clearly that there's responsibilities that we have to lead spiritually in a relationship. And if they're not stable spiritually in their own relationship with the Lord, they shouldn't be going out there trying to lead somebody else because whether you realize it or not. And when I started dating, I didn't realize it, that you are leading somebody spiritually and it shows. So um, tread lightly because <laughs> it's really heavy stuff. Yeah, that's the advice I'd give to them. <laughs> and if you could just unpack that just a little bit more, and I use Jay's favorite word, unpack there. Um, uh, so when you when you talk about leading spiritually, just for somebody who maybe um, like doesn't even fully, like you said, doesn't even fully understand that that's even a thing that they have to do. What does that really look like, and how can how can guys specifically, right, for for the guys who are listening in? what kind of steps can they take to to put themselves in a position where they're going to be ready to lead spiritually as they're single, right? Before they even get in a relationship. I think um, leading spiritually at first, before I started doing marriage counseling, I just thought it was going to be me just like giving daily devos or sermons. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually not what it is or what I thought it was. Maybe it could look like that, but it's more so just bringing your significant other spouse alongside you in your walk with the Lord that um, you're no longer doing it alone, but you're doing it together. So practically that could look like just talking about what you got out of today's message, what the Lord has been showing you, um, where you feel he's calling you during this season of your life. Um, Practically that's what it looks like, but it's just bringing somebody alongside you in the walk. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a really cool point, right? Because what is God doing in your life right now? What are you getting out of studies when you listen to them right now? Like that's that stuff that is going to carry into a relationship if that is what God has for you down the road, right? And for those of us that are single, it's like we don't just get a free pass because we're not in a relationship to just be like, well, I'm not in a relationship, so whatever, you know. <laughs> I don't I don't have to worry about having a deep spiritual walk cuz I don't have to lead anyone spiritually. Um no, that's not how it works. Really uh you know, as Christians, hopefully the 
the relationship that would eventually come into a guy's life, right, would just be the continuation of a spiritual growth and a spiritual walk that has already been there. And being a good spiritual leader will start where you are at, right? Whether that be in high school or as a young adult, wherever you are right now, that's where becoming a spiritual leader starts. And whether that is leading, um, you know, your one day, hopefully for the guys listening in, your wife, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but also there are going to be a lot of different opportunities, hopefully that God puts you in to lead other people and to come alongside other people and lead spiritually as well. Those of us serving in youth ministry, it's a really great opportunity to be able to be a part of doing that. And, you know, it's important start right now. Don't, don't wait (laughs) until you're in a relationship or even just looking for a relationship. If you're in high school and you're like, yeah, you know, right now I'm in high school, I'm not going to get married anytime soon. So I don't need to worry about this stuff. Um, no, this is the time when we talk about making the most of our singleness it, as Christians. That's really what you're doing is you're trying to grow in the Lord uh, so that you're ready for whatever God has for you, whether that's serving in a ministry, whether that's, you know, going to Japan, like Kayla was saying, or whether that's getting married and starting a family. Like all of these things are things that um, God prepares you for during your season of singleness. So um I think that's that's a really great point that you make, Matt, about spiritual leadership and and how that's important. But Stephanie, what would you say in terms of practical advice for the the you know the young guns, the the high school students, the young adults, um, you know, guys and girls, men and women who are listening in right now? What would you tell them as far as practical advice of how they can make the most of their singleness? Um, to remember, it's not the end of the world. And I'm speaking to mostly girls because girls get more emotional about this. <laughs> um, and that, yeah, if you truly know that and have your identity in Christ, your singleness will be better and it'll, you'll be better off. And again, like the desire to be married will still be there, but it's not going to rule over your life and it's not going to like follow you like a black cloud, like, oh, they're married and I'm not, or you see a couple and like you burst into tears because you don't have that. Like if you're there, you need emotional help and I will come and talk to you and slap you in the face. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, like don't let yourself get to a place to where you can't even enjoy serving the Lord because the Lord didn't create us to be married. He created us to worship and to serve him. And you could do that way more in your single life than your married life In your married life. Yes. Obviously you could glorify him and do it as a couple but in your single life it's it's a whole different ball game and i was leaving just as everyone was talking and sharing like thinking about when i was single and being in junior high ministry and just serving with the youth and being there for them like it is so different right now but yet this is another way how i know like this is god's perfect timing for me to be married with a child because i was in junior high ministry for the last at la habra for the last 11 years, however long I've been there. And it wasn't until the Lord brought Dave into my life that there was stability in the junior high ministry. There was no stability whatsoever. And I remember like I kept wanting out because I was, I couldn't like, I was just frustrating, but the Lord kept saying, no, you need to be here. You need to be here. You need to be here. And now that I get to be there still, but not like a hundred percent like I was, I don't, I'm not like freaking out because there's girls there who love the junior hires and who are stability in the junior high ministry. 
that I could be like, okay, I could be now where God has me at home with my child, being a wife, and knowing that he is taking care of the junior hires because this is his perfect timing. If I would have been married early on, I wouldn't have any relationships with any of these girls that I have with, that I've been to weddings in, that I still talk to that are in high school, that I've been a part of their wedding parties if I was pre-married before all, all that time. And so make the most of it because when you're married, you don't want to look back and be like, dang, I could have been a better Christian. I could have been a better servant. I could have done so much more for the Lord. Now I'm married because that's going to, that'll also hurt your marriage because you're going to constantly be thinking back and remember that you weren't created to be married. You were created to serve and worship the Lord. And so in this season that you're living in, in your singleness, worship and serve the Lord. And he's going to bless that. He's going to honor that. But you have to keep your focus straight. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Always keep the focus on the Lord. And that's going to be the most important thing. Um, let's just go. Let's keep going around the table here. Uh, Brandon, what would you say in terms of advice you would give uh, single high school students, obviously young adults who might be listening in? Um, you know, what can people do to make make the most of their singleness right now? Uh, just practic- practical advice. Making the most of your singleness, just focus on the Lord. I know that's kind of the, the go-to answer. But that's what it is. Um, all five of us on this podcast were older than 20. Um, Steph's married, but she's like she said, she married in her 30s. Uh, Matt's about to get married, right? But we're in our 20s, and we're loving life. Like, we're, the world's not falling apart. If you're in, Most people listening right now are high school students, and like you said, possibly young adults. Um, focus on your relationship with the Lord. Um, go to school. Focus. If you don't have a career, if you don't have a five-year plan, ten-year plan, kind of where are you going in life, but you're trying to focus on uh, uh, the opposite sex, it's like they're going to distract you. And if you pursue a relationship that's not of God, um, like Steph said, she she doesn't regret being in that two-and-a-half-year relationship, but it wasn't of God. And that's kind of two years that she could have spent on other things that the Lord may have had for her. Um, so high schoolers, young adults, if you're pursuing a relationship and you haven't prayed about it, be careful. Lean, lean on the Lord. And like I said earlier, what are your intentions? Don't go pursuing it. Don't go looking for it. Don't don't stalk someone's Instagram and then think you know that person when you see them in, in person because um, you don't. Uh, it's just start with the friendship first. You should know this person. It shouldn't be like, oh, they're attractive and now I'm going to go swoop in. I'm going to slide into their, to their DMs, right? Um, <laughs> But but in, enjoy your singleness. Enjoy your if you're especially if you're in high school. Focus on your school. Focus on your grades. Focus on your walk with the Lord. Um, and if there is a girl, if, there, if you feel the Lord's calling you to someone, pray about it. There's no rush. Um, a lot of times people want to rush into a relationship because they're afraid that someone else is going to start dating them. But if that's the case, and they're not the person for you anyway, right? Don't oh we have to make it official because she's hot, and then another boy might get her attention. It's like. That's totally, you know, like, and that's exactly the mind of these students who rush into relationships. And it's a lot of the external. And then when they go off of the appearance, they'll date for like a week and then they get bored and then they break up. And it's like, what's going on? And there's been a couple of people who have been like, dude, Brandon, I've had more uh, relationships than you've had. And it's like, and you're, you're proud of that? 
<laughs> like, like, yeah, I've had, I want to say three official girlfriends in my whole life, right? Starting my senior year up until I think my most recent one was like eight years ago, but I've only dated three girls and there's people like, Brandon, I've dated more people than you. And it's like, mm, that's probably not something to be happy about, <laughs> you know, something to be proud about. And so enjoy, enjoy singleness. And like everyone's pretty much said already, once you do get married, uh, it's no longer just you. I know there's. There's a group that's supposed to be going to Israel sometime in the in the future, um, but we've we've hosted <laughs> we've hosted meetings before and kind of this is what to expect. Here's our itinerary, and I've seen um, adult couples there, married couples, and I was like, "Oh, you're coming too?" And they're like, "Well, we still got to see finances," and they ended up not being able to go because not only is it two of them, but it's like, okay, finances are tough, but then we've got little ones at home. Who's going to watch them? And Again, having a family, I'm sure there's a blessing in that. There's, it's great. There's, there's a lot in that. But in your singleness, it's like, all right, I'm going to jump on a plane. I'm going to Israel. Um, when it comes to high school ministry, and back when the, the um, theaters were open, it's like, who wants to go to the movies? There are some leaders that are like, well, I, I can't go because I got my wife and my, three, my four kids. So for, for me, it's like a $12 event. But for a family of five? It's a $60 event. And that's just the movie. That's not the popcorn. That's not the candy. That's not the drinks. That's not going to eat after or going to eat before. It multiplies. So just think of what you spend on yourself. And then if it's just one person before kids, that still doubles it. Right? And so enjoy enjoy your singleness and, and enjoy your time with the Lord in your singleness and see where he's guiding you. Uh, be in your word. Attend church. Get plugged into a ministry. Um, surround yourself with like-minded people. Um, and even adults that are going to pour into you, right? Um, but yeah, practically <laughs> spend time with the Lord, focus on Him, and enjoy your time of singleness. Like I said, we're all 20 years plus, right? Some of us are in our 30s, and we're still living and we're still enjoying life. Like, it's fine. It's okay to be single. It's actually great to be single. So, I forgot my advice. <laughs> <laughs> I brought this one real quick. Listen to as many marriage um, Bible studies as you can and learn from that and find a couple like for me, it was Jay and Lisa who you really appreciate how their, how their walk is with the Lord and take as much from them that you can of how to raise a family, how, how they love each other and how they treat each other and how they are with their kids. And Learn from that. In my years of being single, I can't tell you how much I learned on what it was to be married that I've, I've been able to implement in my marriage. Don't wait until you're married to start learning about that. Learn about that now. So on Wednesdays, Lance is going through Song of Solomon. <laughs> and seriously, I know we have youth, but you should listen to it on when you're at home on the podcast or on the app or whatever. And really take in as much as you can of what it means to be a godly wife, a godly husband, and what it means to be godly parents. Because if you wait until you're in it, you're like, oh, shoot, what do I do? But if you have it embedded in your brain, then it's just going to come out naturally. Yeah. And I think that um, if I can also piggyback on that, just like what you're saying, Stephanie, um, forming those relationships um, with people that are going to be able to mentor you, uh, is really important. And like you said, people who are further along in life, people who are going through the different seasons, um, 
of life, I think is really, really important. And as much as we bag on Jay for, for being <laughs> older, <laughs> uh, he has a lot of wisdom for sure. And, and, uh, uh, you know, definitely the things that, you know, we, we've all learned, I'm sure from being around Jay and Lisa and seeing their family has been great. And then, um, also, uh, I would say also related to what you said, relationships in general, right? A lot of times we get so focused on, oh my gosh, this relationship with this, um, for girls would be a relationship with this guy or for guys would be relationships with this girl, you know, trying to find that sense of, of love or affection in that maybe before it's the right time for that even. But I think it's important not to lose sight of friendships as well. And the importance of just having good, godly, solid friendships um, is really important. And especially as you're walking through singleness, like you need to have people in your life that are going to encourage you, that are going to walk alongside you, pour into you, um, that you can you know be encouraged by and encourage. I think that it's super important to have that in your life. And you know, if you're constantly obsessed with trying to to get in a relationship with this person or that person in terms of trying to get into all these romantic relationships, you can miss out on all the friendships and all the great life experience and just benefits that you can have from from having great friendships and also from investing in, re- in relationships with your family um, and with all the other people in your life that love you and care about you. I think that it's important not to lose sight of that as well. It can be really easy to get all in your head and be like, oh, you know, since I haven't, you know, had a girlfriend or a boyfriend in however much time or even ever, right? Oh man, I've never really experienced what it is to to love, right? No, that's not true. <laughs> love comes in a lot of different forms and it comes in a lot of different ways. Um, and, you know, regardless of where you are in life, if nothing else, you have experienced the love of God. If you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you are a believer in Christ and and you've had the opportunity to experience the love of God and that is the ultimate love, right? And we also see different aspects of that love played out in our relationships with friends, in our relationships with uh, family members and all those different things. But uh, obviously don't want to leave Kayla out of this. Uh, Kayla, any advice? It's fine. I'm used to it. (laughs) Um, I think you guys really hit the nail on the head with like the importance of having godly friendships. Um, Not just people who are mentoring you that are older than you, but your peers, like people that are going through life with you together at the same pace, the same season of life. Um, some of my closest friends are older than me. Some of them are the same age as me and a few are younger than me. Um, but as long as Christ is at the center of it, like that's, you, you have like accountability, you have, um, those awesome relationships, even with your family as well. Um, so, um, Let's see. There's a few things. So the first would be like, I would like, if you want to use this time to the most brilliant way possible is to just get involved with ministry and find ways to serve, like look for opportunities to serve at your church, look for opportunities to serve your family, the people that you live with opportunities to serve your friends, look for opportunities to serve strangers. Um, I just think back even to like Jesus's life. Jesus lived on this earth for 33 years without getting married. And if he can do it, you guys can do it. You know, <laughs> like it's possible. And, um, and he never got married and he didn't, you know, he was fine, whatever. So if you die single, just remember that you die like Christ did. It's fine. So <laughs> like, there's no, there's no shame in that. You know? Maybe not in the cross, but you <laughs> hopefully, know, hopefully not crucified. That, yeah. yeah. But, um, 
The second thing, like I would say, is just keep your eyes focused on Jesus. And I was just thinking of like Proverbs 1430, which says that a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body, but jealousy is like cancer in the bones. And so if you're looking at other people's life and their their marriage and you just kind of um, jealous of that and you wish you were in that season, it's first of all, not physically healthy for you to just be dwelling on that, but spiritually it just kind of jacks you up. And so um, like, like contentment, seriously, the, the, the best way to be content is to keep your eyes fixed on the Lord and on what he's doing and, and to be pouring into the church, into um, a body of believers, like using your spiritual gifts, find out what your spiritual gifts are and start using them. And you, you'll be so busy. You won't even have time to look around at other people. It'll be great. <laughs> so um, I think another thing too, is that like this life passes so, so quickly. I mean, we can attest to that being in our twenties and thirties, that like high school goes by like a flame that's blown out on a candle on a birthday cake. And it just is instantly gone, you know? And so I'm like, like I look back to high school and I'm like, what did I do? I don't even remember. Like, who are my friends? I have no idea. <laughs> and so the t- time passes by quickly. And I think before we know it, we'll be entering eternity and the rapture is coming. Jesus is coming back soon, whether it's in our lifetime or not, it's still soon. <laughs> and, um, so I think when we when we look into eternity and we realize how short this this time on earth really is, we don't have time to get caught up in things that aren't going to be eternal. And I'm sorry to break it to you, uh, Stephanie and Matthew, but marriage is not eternal. It's not going to be in heaven. <laughs> you guys aren't going to be married there. And um, and that's fine. That's that's the way God made it. He made um, marriage for a specific purpose here on earth, and He also made singleness for a specific purpose on earth. So. Um, yeah, just just be focused on eternity, focused on the Lord, and if that happens to if he happens to bring you a spouse, cool. If he never does, also cool. Um, but yeah, that's the advice I got. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I'm gonna ask Steph, would you have any advice for people who are in relationships um, about how to relate to the singles that they know? Of course, I have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, first of all, I remember oh my a whole year ago, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, for real. People who are in a relationship, just remember that don't try to be setting people up. I know it's like, oh, it's because I'm so happy, so I want to make sure that they're happy. They don't want to be happy with who you think they're going to be happy with, so leave them alone. <laughs> Number two, if you're a high schooler and you're in a relationship, if just think about this. If you were to wake up in the morning and you were no longer in that relationship, would you still have friends? Or have you dropped all your friends for this person? Because if you dropped all your friends to this person, you're probably in a dysfunctional relationship. And you need to consider that because most likely you won't marry this person. I'm not saying that you won't because Matt and Sophia met in high school, but I'm pretty sure that they still have friends because their bridal party is huge. <laughs> so <laughs> if you think about that, like don't drop all your friends just because you're now in this relationship, because number one, that's not healthy. Number two, that's dumb. Number three, you're going to be regretting it when your relationship no longer exists. I say that in a nice way <laughs> and be nice to your friends who are single. Don't rub it in. Don't be like, look what I got for Valentine's day. They don't care. Unless it's chocolate, then you better share. <laughs> to me, it's like, look how much money I saved on Valentine's Day. 
Yeah, because everything goes up unless you're that company who has that great idea to redo floral arrangements. Repurpose flowers. Dang it, man. I should have thought of that when Jay gave away those funeral flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so does anyone else have anything to chime in for this question before we wrap it up? Any other advice that you want to throw out to the to the non-singles out there? If you are in high school and in a relationship, again, and no one knows, or you haven't talked to a leader or your parents, that should be the first thing you do once you get off this podcast. Talk to a leader. Let someone pray with you. Have someone pray with you. Walk you through it. Um, both of you. Uh, boy for the boy and the girl. Like Find a leader. Make sure your parents know. Don't try to hide this from them either. You know, if, it, if you are, end this relationship. Like, it's not of God. Um, and then when you go to a leader and you guys pray, maybe you'll find out it's not of God. So that's my advice. If you are in a relationship, seek out a leader. Let your parents know. And be in prayer with them. Let them pray with you. Yeah. I think I would tell them to try to re- relate to the single person, like, just yourself. And don't bring your significant other with you so you don't create a third wheel <laughs> that would be wrong yes please that's all in <laughs> don't make third wheels yeah don't go hang out with your friend who's been trying to hang out with you and be like oh i'm bringing my boyfriend because <laughs> or fifth wheels don't make fifth wheels <laughs> just any wheels don't make any extra Seventh, wheels. Ninth. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah definitely try to avoid the third wheel situation um, and more importantly, if you're in the type of relationship where if you do hang out like a couple with a with one of your single friends and you are making them feel like a third wheel, like they feel like a third wheel, that that might be saying something about your relationship. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's always going to be that kind of uh, feeling when you're a single person hanging out with a couple. But at the same time, I think I've definitely hung out with couples that made me feel more comfortable than others. Um, so, <laughs> but, but, even, but even with that, if you're in high school and you're, you're in a relationship, never be alone. So yeah, don't have a third wheel, have a fourth wheel, <laughs> have bring more people with you. Never be alone because temptation is real. Oh gosh. And yeah. And thank you, Brandon, for saying that. Cause also don't just be like, okay, so, uh, we're not going to be alone, but it's going to be like, we're a couple and then we're going to go bring in like another couple uh, that's our same age and thinks exactly like we do. Um, that can also go very wrong. So just like, yeah, be be wise as as a couple um, about not being alone. Go listen to our dating episodes. We talk a lot about that uh, with Mikey and Isabel, who dated it in high school. They have a lot of great stuff to say about not being alone uh, and about being wise about how you spend your time as a couple. But I think that's all we have to say. Uh, probably all we have time to say for this episode. Um, in regards to relating to singles, whether you are a couple or whatever stage of life you might be in, or if you are a single, like a lot of us on the podcast today, or like everyone has been at some point in their life, no one is born in a relationship. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, we are happy that you guys tuned in. We hope that you were encouraged, maybe challenged in some ways um, by what we had to talk about. Thank you for sticking with us uh, throughout this discussion. And uh, we want to say that if you have any questions about what we talked about today, um, you know, if you want to ask about 
those flowers and if there have been any funerals at the church recently and you need Stephanie to hook you up with some cheap flowers, uh, she's probably going to be starting that up now. So uh, you can go ahead and get in contact with her. Uh, but if you don't have a direct contact to Stephanie, you can always go through our uh, Instagram account, which is at Committed Youth. On this episode, I'm going to shout out our sister ministry, the Junior High Ministry at Established <laughs> JH, I think is the Instagram handle, Established yeah. Junior High. <laughs> And if I don't approve of your relationship, I'm not going to help you. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Ooh, Steph calling it out right now. Uh, but hey, you know what? It, that could be a good way to gauge whether you're uh, you're in the correct relationship or not, because Stephanie can separate out the fake from the real. So uh, <laughs> that gift of discernment. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, you can get in contact with us on Instagram at Committed Youth. You can send us an email. Uh, committed yth at gmail.com to get straight to us and we'd love to hear if you had any suggestions as well for future episodes anything that we didn't cover today that you'd be interested to know about any questions that you have like we said you can send them in and we'd love 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 to hear from you so with that being said we're going to draw this episode to a close and we are going to say to everybody listening in from all of us here on the podcast, from all of us at Committed Youth and with Stephanie here, we're also going to say from everybody at Established Junior High, I'm sure they're with us as well, uh, we're going to say God bless and goodbye. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.